Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Elizabeth. Thomas. When you have a date, right? <laughs> I said when. I never have dates. Hey. Historically, when you've had a date, uh-huh. okay, and the date's coming up, do you. What sort of. Preparation goes into it. Do do friends come into the, the to the discussion, and what are you, you going to wear, and all that, or is it a solo Look, effort? I feel like there's there needs to be a distinction drawn between a date of someone that I know and I'm excited to go on a date with versus a blind date from Tinder. Okay, right, sure. So someone that I'm actually like I've already met them and they've asked me out or I've asked them out and I'm like Ooh, a bit nervous. Then I'd bring the friends in to consult and be like, what do I wear? What do I do? What do right. I? Right. So I, there is a committee. There is. Well, I think I I use my girlfriends a lot and I'd be like, does this look too dressed up? Does this too frumpy? Do I look like I've just come from work? Sometimes I'll actually even if I haven't been at work, dress up as if I've come from work because it gives me an excuse to look really fucking office chic banging. Yes. And then be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just came from work. I just, this is what I look like in the office all the time. Anyway, how are you? Um, But if it's a Tinder date, I tend to try and make it more casual because there's like, this person could, be a complete psycho. Yes, of course. Or like, I just when you when it's an unknown, I kind of don't give a shit. I, don't, I think that's probably worse because I probably need to put more <laughs> yeah, of no, a no. good foot forward for people I've never really <laughs> met before. But no, that, that makes that makes that's, sense. That's yeah. What about you? I'm a solo. I'm in my room. The door is closed, <laughs> and everything I get ready by myself. There is no other input from anyone, and I go to the date by myself. It's a total solo endeavor. I mean, so I should hope I that you go by yourself because going with a group <laughs> yes, of people yeah, would be really yeah. fucking. Intimidating. Uh, uh, this is my friends. Um, <laughs> no, so it's a it's a solo endeavor. Is me getting ready for a date with a lady? Right. Well, there we go. Beautiful. This is Ghost of Boyfriends Past. Hello, I am Liz Best. That's Tom Harris. And we are here as always to work through the trauma of past relationships with our guests and kind of hope that you all out there in listening land feel a little bit less alone by hearing about other people's fuck ups. That's right. It's a big what we're here for. kumbaya all around the campfire. Yep, healing through trauma. We should bring some booze. Or is that is that in, in discouraged? We record these on Saturdays and I feel like we need like a mimosa session. Yeah. Uh, maybe, Tom's maybe, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, not mimosas for no, me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have yes, not, I did gender you <laughs> with you regards not seen to drinks. This, this man, it's true. You look like you could go a tall mimosa. I'd love a mimosa hmm. next time. All right, so our guest this week is a actor in the Brisbane scene. She's been taking a little bit of a hiatus due to the pressures of motherhood, no. uh, and she is very funny and a friend of mine. We have Eloise. Eloise, hello. Yeah. Yes, Yay. hello. I'm so excited to be on the podcast Welcome. today. We're so excited to have you. My goodness, have I got stories to tell. <laughs> Stories. <laughs> yes. Multiple. Story. Well, 
it depends on how I go about them today. I'll try and just stick to the main one that we're oh going to talk about, but I might deviate Look, into all of the other crazy of crazy things. do happen on this podcast. Like mm. once you start the crazy kind of avalanche, it just snowballs until it's a crazy it, train. Yeah, it it's just a keeps crazy on train. It keeps <laughs> a, it's the little crazy train that could this podcast. <laughs> So, look, as always with our stories, we have a few rules that we need to tell you, party pooper, whatever. <laughs> but you need to make sure that you have an alias for the person that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, one. If you need Got to one. write keep it, it down, secret, that's great. Keep it secret, We've only had one episode where we've had to bleep it. <laughs> I, I listened to that one last week, actually. I had a bit of a laugh that. Was, that was, yeah, she, she just kept saying it. And in the end, we're just like, look, fuck it. We'll just bleep it. Just all, just all you're doing is giving our producer more work. Yeah, oh. That's exactly. all you're doing. And he's okay? sitting there crying. Crying into and his phone, going, "Please God, no, not a, more work." He's a lovely lamb. I'll so. try um, and remember to say the the wrong name. Yes, <laughs> no outright threats. No. Yes. Uh, even though off mic, maybe let's talk. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, right. but nothing, um, <laughs> nothing is going to go onto the internet forever and ever. Yep. No, no. Uh, I think that's all. That's all the rules we, really, we have. We've really narrowed it down to two rules. Yeah, it's there's just like have a fake name. Oh, and there's the listener rule that we keep forgetting is oh, if yes. you know who Eloise is talking yes, about, don't be there. a shit. <laughs> don't be a shit and reveal it to everybody. No doxing here. We're not about that. We're not about exposing dastardly villains for the dickheads they are. We're about learning through stories of trauma. Yes. It's funny actually because I do wonder if people would be able to figure out who it is because um, he is also, or was when I knew him, part of the theatre scene. And as we all know, the Brisbane theatre scene is microscopic. It's very microscopic. (laughs) So Columbo's at home, if you solve the case, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Just be happy knowing that you did it. You don't need to solve it. You don't need to share and solve it. You can feel smug in your little armchair back at home, but don't ruin the fun for the rest of us, All those armchair detectives out there. Leave it for the murder podcasts, people. Exactly. Yeah, channel that on. channel that into like the Murder Squad podcast or something. Solve a cold case. Love the Murder Squad. I know, me too. <laughs> anyway, before we start talking about murder podcasts, because I could talk about it all day, and I do on my other podcast, Castology. Listen, rate, review, subscribe. We're going to go on to your story. Excellent. So... Look, places where we are at the, at what point in your life this was. Okay, so um, this relationship was when I was 16 years old and he was baby. Baby, he Just was in fact cherub. my first proper boyfriend <gasps> oh, bless. and my first love. Oh no. Now, <laughs> even in the world of <laughs> everyone's looking at me funny. Going, oh bless. Yeah, anyway. no, I just went, oh no. Cuz first loves a <laughs> no, well, uh, yeah, let's talk about my story. <laughs> yes, let's. Um, just to preface this story, I would probably have to describe about how I was leading up to the age of 16. Sure. So uh, for those who know me, they know I'm a very extroverted, boisterous, loud, opinionated person. I wear my, my love and my geekdom on my sleeve. Uh, and I've always been like that. Good. Fortunately, it kind of gets you targeted a little bit. You know, when you're a gangly beanpole teenager. Right. So yes, present. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Hi, guys. Sorry. Was never gangly beanpole so, ever. So um, growing up, there was a lot of, eh, Eloise, you're so ugly. You're so stupid. Nobody How likes you. How fucking dare they? Lots. Lots. That's not like bullied relentlessly by many boys but look for some reason. put it this way like, i'm awesome <laughs> i'm exactly the opposite body type to you in the terms of i'm not a lanky beanpole and i was still teased as well i feel like they find 
So there you are. <laughs> there you are. Everyone is teased. You are on the forever. Bullying is a fact oh, of life so and weird. people need to stop being garbage. And also, don't tell people when they're being bullied by the opposite sex that, oh, it must mean that they lie. Yeah, no, gonna, that's a pile that of shit. Oh, my God. Actually, uh, sidebar. So <laughs> first sidebar of the day. When I was um, in primary school, there was a boy who used to tease me horribly in class and he said some really foul things. And I ended up working with someone who – is like his best friend and he just happened to mention to me oh do you know such and such I'm like yes he was my bully and he asked him does he remember me and of course he doesn't because bullies never do no but then his next thought was oh I must have liked her if I bullied her that badly I'm like yeah. that's don't horrible. teach it's, don't yeah, teach kids a- that don't teach kids that because if you say to one that's being bullied or if you say to all the kids then the people will think that the way to get somebody is to bully and control them and that is what leads to people and it gives a Killing it gives an excuse. Partners. Yeah, like Yay. what happened. Let's not talk about no, what happened. No, depressing. Week. As tragic as that, and but it also gives an excuse to bullies. Like, mm. oh, I'm not yeah. bullying you. I'd like you. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it gives them an excuse to be pricks. Yeah, kick you because I like you. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Eloise. That's 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 yeah. rubbish. Anyway, please. Yeah, you know, it is it is what it is. So leading up to that, like I was a very even though I was still very loud and extroverted mm. and boisterous, I was still a, incredibly self conscious and even. 25 years later, it's still something that weighs on my mind. Of course. Like, it's still something I'm just like, am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? I don't know. You know, so (laughs) being in the theatre scene, that's great. Oh, you're not going to get the part. Oh, it's because I'm ugly, isn't it? (laughs) We've all got imposter syndrome. We all think that we're shit at what we do. Fraud (laughs) syndrome. Yeah, fraud syndrome, imposter syndrome. It's uh, it's rife. Very, yes, definitely something that I suffer from quite a lot sometimes. Uh So... When I met this guy, we were actually friends first. We were very good friends first. We sort of hang out, hung out in the same crew. Um, uh, but he had a girlfriend at the time. And, um, it, like, they broke up and eventually we got together. And it was, you know, cute and sweet and lovely. It was like we were at this concert thing and we were both performing. And then there was the stars and the moon and oh. everything that a 16-year-old How dreams romantic. of. It was lovely. And he took my hand and kissed me in the moonlight. Oh, um, wow. It's probably less dramatic than what it yeah. actually was. Your 16-year-old brain has just made it to be this perfect, yeah. like the but moon is giant behind you and you two are just a silhouette on it. And yes. Yep. And, um, you know, that, that aria from um, mm-hmm. when uh, Satine and Christian kiss yeah. in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's exa- it was exactly that. Is like exactly that. what happened. It's exactly how it happened. <laughs> no, it wasn't really. But anyway, um, so so that's how we got together. Friends first, then became um, together. Mm. Um, and he was my first love. Uh, and even in hindsight, I look back in that and think, was it just a naive 16-year-old thinking that this is what love was? And I can still say, honestly, no. I loved him. I mm. loved him with all of my being, like passionately. I had in my mind decided he was it he is the one I'm going to spend the rest of my life with him I'm going to marry him I'm going to have his babies it will all be lovely and and he felt the same way or at least I think he felt the same way did he though well if he didn't he was a manipulative little Mm, I feel like that seems more likely but that's me I mean one particular night when we were together I used to wear um, a clattering Mm -hmm. Um, my aunt bought it for me when she went to Ireland many years ago for anybody who doesn't know that's the little ring that has like a little love heart and two hands and the crown on the top of it and it's in the direction that you wear it on your finger means whether or not you're 
you're single or whether you're taken. Mm-hmm. And one particular night, he quite dramatically turned it round the oh, other way. What a symbol of devotion. I know. And wow. it was just like, let's get married. Okay. <laughs> because we're only 16. Well, actually, he was a year older than me. <gasps> older uh-huh, man. The older Hold man. the phone, young lady. Yes. Well, this is where it starts to go a little bit downhill. So we were together for almost a year. It was, it was about 11 months and it was right – we got together about a month before my birthday as well. So it would have been a year's together and then my birthday when I turned 17. Mm. So I, obviously I went into year 12. He left school and then went to university and ah, the university <laughs> scene all of a sudden. Everything changes. Everything changes. So he – I should probably actually say um, – uh, in case we want to name him later, I'll call him John. Okay. John. John. And if my best friend is listening, she'll have a bit of a laugh about that because okay. we have a thing about the, the name. Okay. Hello, best friend. <laughs> Hello, best friend. Enjoy your little chuckle. having a giggle. Ha, 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 ha. It's hilarious. Um, so when he went to university, um, he met a girl there. Did he? As you do. Don't they? You meet a lot of people at university. (laughs) You do. But he assured me, oh, no, we're just friends. Of course they are. Nothing more. It's fine. Um, And me trying to be the cool girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You can have whoever you want to have as friends because I'm not a controlling person. I'm a cool girl. I'm cool. I'm fine with it. One of the things that really annoys me even still to this day is that he brought her to my house. That, yeah. Yeah, that. (laughs) Do you know, that was my biggest bugbear with with the ex that did the cheating, well, the most cheating. (laughs) The the top of the pile. Was that he brought her to my house and our house, our house. Mm. And I only found this out because when we were trying to go out to a movie to, um, when we were trying to repair things and going to a romantic date movie, I went on to the... Cineplex website to go and buy a movie ticket and she had obviously used his computer to sign in and buy movie tickets the last oh time. Oh my god. So I was like, oh. cover your internet. I was like, like are you sure that she hasn't people. been here? He was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, you know, like jane at gmail.com is signed in in the Cineplex website. And I was like, mm-hmm. do you want to recant that? No, of course not. Ouch. Anyway. Yeah. So it's, he brought a lead, uh, this lady over to your house. Yeah. Did, did you know that there were, they were – so at this point they're just friends? Oh, yeah. So in, they in were still – yeah. My house where I lived um, – obviously I was still with, with my living with my parents. Yes. So it's yeah. my parents' house, I should say. Yes. We had a very large um, downstairs area that had really good acoustics and he was going to do this recording thing for his – for a uni project because mm. he went to do – recording type stuff at uni I won't get into the specific details because that might identify him Um, and she played a musical instrument and he wanted her to come and play the musical instrument so he could record it and use the acoustics in Uh, downstairs and that's fine but I remember thinking to myself at the time she's a little too chummy with him like they're a little bit too you know like fun kind of playful fun with each other and Again, I didn't want to be that girl. Like you, you never can't do. See that girl. You never I'm do. I'm a jealous bitch. So you know, not a like, bitch for knowing what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so unbeknownst to me, I'm like, I'm just thinking, oh yeah, everything's fine and lovely. Um, plodding along at school, and he's at uni, and then, and then one night, one afternoon, it was the phone call comes through, and he's really upset. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's the matter? He's like, um. 
I need to talk to you. Something's happened. And I'm like, okay, so what's happened? And he, he started crying. And he's like, I slept with, and I'll call her Jane for sake. Yeah. I slept with Jane. Now, Those Jane bitches, oh, they're everywhere. God, John's and Jane's up <laughs> the wazoo. I thought she was Karen or something. Karen. Karen. No, that's a middle-aged woman going oh, to ask yeah. to speak to the manager. That's right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I should also probably uh, mention that at this stage, I am still a virgin. Like, I... Um, did not want to take that extra step of having sex sure, because yeah. I was very much taught, um, like, you leave sex for marriage and marriage is only with the one person that you mm-hmm. love forever. So even though we had done other things... As you do. <laughs> as you do because you're a naive 16-year-old and whatever, it's you're fun. You're a horny 16-year-old and that is fine. That's true. So, But I still didn't want to take that extra step. Yeah, like that that final step, which was in my head. Had he been no, a virgin before no, he, that? Uh, right. uh, yes. So sorry, he was also a virgin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sorry, oh, John, right. for adding you about that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were both virgins, and we had decided we are going to lose our virginities to each other in a magical, wonderful night when I turned eighteen, and blah blah. blah. Oh dear. <laughs> so. Clearly, the life of uni and everything else around him, he decided, no, I can't wait for that. He just fell into someone else's vagina. Yeah, accidentally over Oops. and yeah. over again. Whoops, whoops, whoops. <laughs> just can't get up. Uh, you know, to be fair, can kind of understand. No, don't. No, no. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> leave that alone. Uh, see, I'm still doing it. Still Stop trying justifying to make, this Stop behavior. Trying Stop trying to make, to make it okay. Yeah. So he rings you in tears yeah. saying... My darling, I know we were we promised each other to <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Yes. My darling. I know. We um, were promised <laughs> to each other. We were betrothed on the night of a full moon and your eighteenth birthday. <laughs> but alas Forsooth. alas did trip and fall into yonder vagina. Yes. So his excuse was he had had a fight with his mother. Oh, and I wanted to bring up, there was an episode you guys did a little while ago, and I forget who it was, but someone mentioned about how Oh, how yelling they at your talk, mom? Yeah, yelling at their mum. How yeah, you talk Elodie? to their mum to your parents. is a really big red flag indicator. That would have been Miss Elodie. Yes. Mm. So this guy and his mum fought like cats and dogs in front of me. Ladies and gentlemen, don't yell at your mother. Screaming matches. In front of you? In front of me. No. It was wow. the most awkward thing ever. It happened constantly. Ugh. She was admittedly a single mum and he was an only child and like so there's history with that and she was a school teacher as well. <laughs> so, you know, the mm. teenage teenagers, you don't want to deal with any of them really. Um, but, yeah, I just remembered when I listened to that episode with Elodie, I'm like, oh, my God, that's John. That was yeah. John. Yeah. Not specifically John, but like, you know. The red flags we see in The red side. flags. So his excuse was I had a fight with my mum, which makes sense. Wait, yes, fine, following character. so far. And yep. that he went to Jane's house to cool off because obviously he couldn't come to my house because it was the middle of the night and my mum and dad wouldn't have let him come over on a school night in sure. the middle of the night. So, so far, so good. He yeah. went to go and crash at a uni mate's place. <laughs> so, and he decided Jane was the most appropriate place to go and crash at, not like the copious other guys that he had made friends with or anything like that. Because apparently Jane got him. He needed sexual healing. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. So he, I said to him, well, why did you do this? Because yesterday, like, we're in love and now you're telling me you cheated on me. Obviously, it was more like, <laughs> it was like that. Yes. <laughs> um, his excuse was he got really, really drunk 
he didn't mean to, he couldn't remember a thing the next morning and the only reason why he knew he had done it was because he found the used condoms. Ew. I'm like, condoms, condoms. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah, plural. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. Uh-huh. Wait. <laughs> now, my 16-year-old self did not put those oh, things together. It even took me half a beat. I was like, nope, nope. Wait. Yeah. What? Yep, no. 35-year-old me is going, hang on a second. Wait. <laughs> he Wait. was so blind drunk he can't remember a thing but yet he was able to do it not only multiple times but had the presence of mind to put on multiple condoms. Yeah, okay. No. Now, obviously, I don't want to, like, put a blanket on this and say, oh, no one's going to think to do that. Maybe you do. I don't know. I've actually never really been drunk. Like, I've been a bit tipsy and everything, but I've never been blind drunk to the point where I have blacked out and Look, lost I'm, time. I'm going to make an assumption here and say that most men that I've <laughs> known who are blind drunk – have trouble doing it once, mm. like blackout drunk. Mm, if, yeah. if we're talking like drunk, but if we're talking blackout, I literally don't remember what happened. Is there like is Tom <laughs> so from a male perspective? Is it yes, is the, it the difficult wh- when the, you're blind drunk? The whiskey penis is a <laughs> is a a pub I love to go to. Uh, no. <laughs> Someone open that. Oh, my God. Going to the whis- Actually, it's, it's got to be the whiskey cock because then you can have <laughs> yeah. like a rooster yeah. as your... The whiskey <laughs> cock. No, that, that certainly is a thing. But is there not a case here for him lying about being drunk? Oh, well, gee, yes. Oh, yeah. This is the whole is that, point. Is that the crux? Um, the, so there's... Yeah. Did Look, you did you buy it at the time? I certainly bought it at the of time because I was sixteen and I well almost you want to 17. forgive them straight I away. Absolutely wanted to forgive him. Like I I was upset. I cried. I hung up on him. And then when we spoke the next day, I was just like, I'm willing to forgive you because I love you. But then he was just like. <laughs> I don't know if I feel the same way about you anymore. Don't laugh at me. Sorry, did you listen to the first episode of this podcast? This is exactly my high school sweetheart story. He was like, I kind of didn't want you to forgive me. (laughs) 16-year-olds and our stupid brains. Yep, Yep. so – and that was where – it first started making me think, well, is his story actually true? Because he also said something about how his mum found out and got really angry at him. But well, then... Did she find the condoms too? Well, like, what do you mean? Well, I'm trying to remember, but I can't really remember that part of that conversation because it was so long ago now. But I just remember him saying that his mum found out about it and she was really upset and angry with him and hates his new girlfriend. But when I spoke to his mother on the phone not too long after that girlfriend yeah 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 let's so what they started dating straight away yeah did he break up with you first well i broke up with him oh good on you Mm. i mean at least but i'm pretty sure i only did that because he was gonna do it to me yeah look just like no i'm gonna get in first we got there somehow because it was yeah so like because i was saying i'm willing to forgive you and and stay together and he was just like I don't know if I feel about you the same way so I'm like well then I'm breaking breaking up with you then (laughs) (laughs) but I remember uh, see desperately I was still trying to have him in my life so I did the whole can we be friends still (laughs) we were friends before let's go back to being friends again and maybe one day and maybe one One day day you'll realise what a dumb mistake you've made and fall into my vagina instead come back to me and leave her and yeah yeah Yeah. stupid pasta Louise you're 
freaking moron. No, don't no. victim blame. <laughs> don't victim yeah, don't blame. Don't do this to yourself. yourself. It's, not, it's not worth it. So I, I did for a short while attempt to remain friends with him. So we would speak on the phone every now and then. And one time his <laughs> mum did pick up and she was just like, oh, Eloise, I haven't seen or heard from you in a while. Did something happen between you and John? And I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, but he told me that you knew oh. that you got angry. So, again, it's another one of the little... He's just trying... It's a little mind fuck just to mm-hmm. try and... Mm-hmm. So, f- from what I knew after that was that he remained with this girl. And as far as I know, they're probably still together. Like, I never really... Uh, uh, as small as Brisbane is, I'm amazed I've never really heard much about him past, like, that first initial few years after yeah. we broke up. Yeah, right. Like, he's still mutual friends with some other friends I have on Facebook, but he never uses Facebook. Um, so, like, I don't know what he's up to or anything like that. But John, write in. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so we can chastise you in person. It was just really funny about how it really did affect me for so many years afterwards it affected so many relationships and my opinion of myself after that that's really unfortunate because it was always like well if this person who claimed he loved me so deeply and passionately could cheat on me like what are all these other people going to do and I, I can still track it that it took me a good seven years to finally get over him and come to terms with him. Like I had other boyfriends in between and like all of them were nuts as well. (laughs) Is it just that men are garbage? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we're allowed to say that. We've got two people who are not on mic nodding. Well, yeah. (laughs) I think think our producer Zane is more like humans are garbage and and our next guest is just nodding going, yes, men are garbage. (laughs) No, it is a bit nuts. So it was like I could never think of myself um, in a good way and therefore I would make bad choices when it comes to men afterwards. And like I would have friends who would try and set me up and it was always really disheartening that I think it's a backing up truck outside making a beeping noise. (laughs) (laughs) I would always have uh, friends try to set me up and all of these men who would just be really weird to me like one guy didn't want to date me because he said my hair was weird and then oh another God. guy didn't want to date me because my feet weren't attractive enough <laughs> whose fucking okay. feet are attractive i don't know and then like one of my main boyfriends that i had after this particular relationship really like just jerked me around he would he would say you know come over let's hang out and for months we would kind of like do that but then after he was like you know we would make out for a while he, he would get bored it's like okay you can go now and, what and I'm sorry and describe what my face yeah, is doing right now he, a, that one is porn. even worse because he eventually told me look we can't be together anymore because you're not attractive enough to be oh. my girlfriend I am so <laughs> sorry that you had to deal with these fuckwits who are putting your self esteem in the toilet like that's just that's not on fair enough if you don't want to date someone but don't fucking crush them like yeah, that's not as on. a that's human not being before. and obviously like attractiveness do better like being attracted to someone is important if you want want to be like if you want to date them it's just like I'm attracted to that but it's so subjective don't project the but it's not like good looking it's like I'm attracted to Mm. their uh, opinions or their likes and dislikes and how they or your brain the way you think cook this particular meal it's not like I classify myself as a sapiosexual because I'm 
attracted to intelligence. Like that's mm. I'm attracted mm. to someone I can have banter with and, you know. Yeah, but it was literally like your face, no. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Louise, that's terrible. <laughs> like, that's also, absolutely like you're gorgeous. So looking at you, I'm really fucking confused <laughs> by this. Well, thank you. And again, I'm still finding it hard to accept that compliment. That's Thanks to the ten fucking years oh, of, of wow. dickheads. I'm, I'm very sorry. But going back to your first yes. the, the the story. Yes. Is there uh, accepting that he did a shitty, terrible thing, you know, fine. We all understand cheating is not a good thing. No. Is there is, is there Especially sort of on a- teenagers <laughs> who are impressionable and yeah, cry sure. in their bed for a year and get so sick from being upset that they can't eat their own fucking birthday cake a month later. Aww. I could and if anyone who knows me, they know I'm the dessert queen yeah, to cake? the fact that I couldn't eat my birthday cake because I was just like, no, there's just a hole in my heart. And, cake cannot fill Cake will hole. never fill it. <laughs> oh, my God. How sad. I'm I sorry. I eat plenty of cake now. It's Good. fine. You made up, you're making up for it. Um, <laughs> is there uh, – so you two were most likely both in love – Mm. At hot, but at high school together. Yes. But then he goes to a university, mm. and all of a sudden, he's there still, are choices. Yeah, and he probably, <laughs> I'm guessing, probably still liked you and had feelings, if had feelings for you. But then was also conflicted socially. You know, having a, a high school girlfriend and being in university is that. Is that could any, possibly. Do you reckon that played a, a part in I, it at maybe, all, or is that? I don't know. It, I, or was he just a fuck? Or was he just <laughs> On a On the fuck other boy? hand, <laughs> I'm um, not trying to excuse it. I'm just trying to sort of think it through. Well, look, the, I often think that uh, one of my exes who cheated on me, uh, he and I were like, he, I was the only person he ever slept with, and so at that point, um, when he did cheat on me, it was because we had kind of said okay well we're probably gonna get married and have kids and whatever mm. but then he just went through his oh that's right I have to sow some wild oats and I have not done that yet and he thought that he could do it extracurricular to the relationship and still right. stay in the relationship yes. mm. um whereas with yours it sounds like he wanted an out I don't know if it, if he wanted an out I think it was he realized that there was other opportunities yeah. and he wanted to experience them first perhaps high school is such or a narrow just, thing like there's you're like this is the person and there's nobody else that you know mm. and as soon as you see there's this big wide world this is why I think tinder is fucked because there's too many choices <laughs> mm. and people will never ever I always compare it to gambling because people never ever want to cash out when they've hit the jackpot because they keep thinking that there's a bigger better deal I'm a bigger, so glad better I got jackpot. married before tinder became oh a dude I'm gonna <laughs> be yeah, well single done, forever because of tinder like there is people are just like yeah she's nice and she's funny and she's great but what if there's somebody else who's nicer and funnier and greater Mm. it's like it's like this five second attention span thing that we seem to have now because everything is so instant and you can get it like now 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 kind of thing yeah so like going back to tom's point i don't really know uh, i i I guess i'll never know and i think that's why it took me such a long time to get over it as well because for the longest time i would question what was it what could i have done wrong should i have had sex with him maybe that was the thing maybe it was because he just wasn't getting sex and it was all my fault because i i wouldn't such a horrible did you talk to your mum about it oh yeah oh yeah well my mum was the one who was like don't have sex because sex before marriage is bad so (laughs) probably not the best person to really give me any kind of um 
like comfort apart from, well, he just wasn't good enough for you because yeah, of, he sure. couldn't wait for you kind of thing. So looking back now, mm. we always do the, the what did you learn? Mm. So what, what did you learn from that experience that you would like our listeners to know? It's so hard because for the longest time, a lot of like, especially once I met my husband and got married and have kids, a lot of people would be just like, oh, well, if you didn't go through that experience, then you wouldn't have met your husband and this Mm. wouldn't have happened. I'm just like, but why do I have to have gone through a decade of self-doubt and loathing and pain and crying and to, in order to find my true love, like... It's that, hard. that that minimizes your experience. It's like you have to go through this to find love. And I'm like, well, sitting over here as a single person, have gone through that, haven't found love. So don't tell me that mm. that's what, you know, like, anyway. <sighs> like, I think if there are any teenagers out there listening, um, maybe don't pour all of your love and hopes and dreams into your first high school boyfriend. Although admittedly, I know so many people who did end up with their high school boyfriend, <laughs> like my sister-in-law and my cousin and a couple of other people. It happens sometimes. It does happen. And I was hoping th- I will be that person too, but just... Uh, I, I think, think it's uh, attached to that. My lesson learned was going to be something like your first love is most likely going to hurt. Mm. Sometimes your first love works. Some it can people's be the first exception love, to yeah. the rule, but the rule is. But generally, you're the, gonna your get first hurt. love is going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, so steal yourself for that, uh, boys and girls playing alone at home. If it haven't, hasn't happened to you yet, your first yep. love, you know, it might kick your ass, and it probably it it very well could. And so I th- be, I think if uh, if someone is also going to tell you you're not attractive enough to be their girlfriend, oh, then you tell them, nonsense. "Fuck off! I'm awesome. Yes. You're yeah. missing out now. No, your personality yeah. is not attractive enough to be with." anybody (laughs) so my lesson is I think and I wish and I hope that um, a lot of younger uh, boys and girls out there as well as people who are parents can bring their children up to know that they have self-worth and don't have to find it in others yes Mm. and I think that um, it's important like once you are in a place and I know that it's fucking hard during teenage years because nobody loves themselves and everybody doubts themselves and there's no one who's ever gone through their teenage years and been like you know what I'm fucking awesome and if they did they're probably narcissistic fuckwits that are doing this to people right now (laughs) but what I want to say is try and help us raise a generation of children that know their worth but don't trade off it yes if that makes sense wonderful succinct way of putting it um yeah, like you are wonderful and there are things about you that make people that make you special, but that doesn't mean that you're more special than mm. everybody else. Do you know what I mean? So know your worth, don't trade off it. Yeah, and don't tell a woman she isn't attractive. Yeah. Stop that. <laughs> don't ever and don't yell Stop at it. your mum for fuck's sake. Yeah, How many it. times do we do have to say it on this yell podcast? At your Honestly. Mom. As a mother myself, I'm not looking forward to the teenage years <laughs> because they're coming. So what, is, what, is, what would you like to pass on to your own children or, or, or let them know if they listen to this in the future when they need to hear stuff like this? Mm. We'll put it in a time capsule for them. Oh, yes. This is what the internet looked like. <laughs> What's the internet? I'm assuming we're just going to be in post-apocalyptic eras when by the time they're Go- 20. We're going to be in goo tubes <laughs> with like stuff in our brains oh. and not actually we're Matrix style. 
But yeah, what would you like your kids to think when they approach dating? Um, I think that I, I would definitely want them to know that if they are willing to go an extra physical step that it's not going to be the end of the world if they do it the way I was kind of drilled into me like you know um, be safe have fun but only do it because you're consenting and you want to and you're enjoying it as well not because you've got FOMO of losing something no definitely not it shouldn't be about pleasing someone else although you know pleasing someone because you're in a relationship and you want to please like I'm, I'm trying to say that without it making sense like you're trying to say ugh. it's okay to pleasure somebody yes. else but not to do it just because you want to keep them happy yes yeah. thank you that's yeah. exactly what I mean mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll replay play that bit back to them sure like, listen to Liz my you're children <laughs> auntie Liz great auntie Liz <laughs> um so yeah, I want them to know that if they're going to be in a relationship, treat your partner the way you want to be treated. Empathy. 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 The golden word. Don't, um, don't change yourself for them. Like the idea of um, like it's fine to have similar interests, but if you don't like like the things that they like, that's okay because yeah. you're two separate people. Exactly. That kind of thing. That was another thing that made it really difficult with this particular relationship was because we had such similar interests. We loved everything the same, like, you know, Monty Python and nah, British comedy. Was never going to work. Theatre. <laughs> it was just like, but for the longest... <laughs> Sorry, I'm a pessimistic shit. <laughs> the, the longest time afterwards, I couldn't enjoy the things oh, no, that I yep. loved. Oh no! I meant to oh, mention no. that before because See, I it did the always opposite. reminded me of him. When my when my most recent ex and I broke up, because he I loved the Beatles before him, but he loved the Beatles, and so I went fuck this. I'm gonna I'm gonna take them back, and I went on a little. I was like, okay, what are all the things that I can't enjoy now because of him? Okay, and what's an excellent thing I can do while listening to or consuming those things that win them back for me? Mm. Best life strategy yeah, I've ever done. It's yes, good advice. Good and on advice. that note, we're going to have to wrap it up. Excellent. Thank you so much yes, for coming you, in and Elvis. sharing that story. We're so sorry that people treated you like garbage, <sighs> and I hope that you've got that self esteem now I that do you. Now. Everyone, you know? listen, everyone listening, just try harder, okay? Just be <laughs> do better. Do better. Yeah. Love be yourself. <laughs> be best. Don't know. Otherwise Only be, I'm best. Otherwise, okay. I'll see you at the whiskey cock. For, <laughs> for I would have a drink there. Yes, why? why is <laughs> Let's it? all. All right, everybody, whiskey cock, drinks on me. Hey. Bye. Hey guys, it's Julie and KB from Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. What do we talk about, Julie? Conspiracies. No way. What kind do we talk about? Celebrities. Government. Time travel. Tune in every Monday. What day? Monday. What was it? Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday for your fill of conspiracy theories. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The Ancient and Esoteric Order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.